Thank you for enjoying another episode of the African American Business Association or AABA podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast using platforms like Apple or Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by the Western Women's Business Center. The Women's Business Center has served as a catalyst for the success of women entrepreneurs in the mountain region since 2014. Their mission is to meet the needs of women entrepreneurs through one-on-one business coaching, workshops, and access to capital. Their team of experts offer support on a range of topics small businesses need to start and grow. They are a program of Carolina Small Business Development, which is a statewide nonprofit CDFI with a mission to foster economic development in the state of North Carolina. For more information, please visit our website at www.bcnc.org or reach out to Laura Ford at lford at carolinasmallbusiness.org. helping me to to get my business plan in order. Like I had an idea, but I didn't really know how to write it down. I didn't know what goes where. So just having the support and the people to come alongside me and say, not only can you do this, we're gonna help you get from where you are to a better place. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the African American and Business Association's podcast or the AABA. Brought to you and sponsored by the Western Women's Business Center. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. Today's guest we have with us is the mighty one and only Gigi. And uh, she's going to be talking to us about her business. And her business is Uniquely Neva. Welcome, Gigi. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. You know, so if you can tell um, our audience, you know, who are you and what do you do? Okay, so um, like Jason said, my name is Gigi and my business is Uniquely Neva. Um, So I am actually a native from here in Asheville, North Carolina, born and raised. Um, I've always been really into fashion, um, the fashion industry. My mother sewed, um, so I began to take on after her in the sewing arena. And so actually what Uniquely Neva is, is um, it comprises of three parts where I have the styling side, which pretty much makes sure that you look your best. You present yourself in the best light as you walk out the door. So I help with putting together outfits, um, making sure they fit your body type and you just present what you're wanting to present. I also do editorial styling for magazines and social media um, any type of um, media, um, I can do editorial styling for that. Um, and so I can be your personal shopper also. Um, and I sew, so I do custom designs and I have a small um, made to order line um, where I actually make all the, the designs. And then lastly is I'm a um, paid professional model Um, So if you need someone to represent your brand or be the face of your brand or for any editorial shoots or anything of that nature, I do that also. (laughs) Wow. Very good. I guess that's why it's, you know, titled Uniquely Neva. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So tell me something as it relates to the business aspect of Uniquely Neva. um, How did you get started? Like, talk me through, you know, what what how did you do that? (laughs) Okay. 
So actually, that was quite a struggle. Um, <laughs> I never went to school for business. I didn't really know what I was doing. All I ever knew was that I wanted to be a clothing designer. And um, like I said before, my mother sewed. So I've, I've grew up with playing with fabrics and coming up with things. So when I got about 17 or 18, you know, getting ready to graduate high school, I wanted to go to an art school. But um, the people around me didn't encourage that because I have um, eyesight issues. So, so I went to school for something different, hated it, dropped out like most people, um, never went back. Um, and so I just, it was, it always came back up like every couple of years, like you want to be a designer. So I would make things and try to sell it. Nothing sold. I'd get discouraged. I would start, I would stop. I would start, I would stop. And then probably around two, 2020, um, I started again. So I actually went into the mall. I was modeling at this time. And one of the employees at Charlotte Ruse in the Asheville Mall um, told me that they were doing this thing called Fash Mob and that I should come. Mind you, it's a Sunday and Fash Mob was on a Thursday and I had no inventory. I had no designs, no nothing. And I said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to do this. And I sewed from Sunday to like an hour before the fash mob and I just took my clothes and just hey hey will you wear this for me will you get pictures for me and it just took off from there wow yeah that's that's awesome that's that's awesome so you just rose to the occasion huh yes yeah so so what has your you know what have you learned from your journey as an entrepreneur you know and 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 how have your priorities changed since you started um I I believe my priorities have changed a lot. At first, I was like, well, I don't have any money, so I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to run the business part myself. I'm going to do design part myself. Everything I'm going to do myself. I had, you know, no skills in it. It was just a lot of YouTube videos and books. You know, (laughs) the library is still a great place to go. And after a while, I realized that that's not realistic. I can't do all (laughs) I cannot do all this. I don't have the the know-how. So I prioritize delegating things out and investing back in myself. So I see when I I hired a social media manager that it's not that I don't have the money to do it. It's that I'm investing in what I believe I should do. And the best way to do that is to get someone who does have the know-how to do it for me. So being able to do that now then lets me focus more on building out a design or um, working with other people, collaborating. So just being real realistic with myself, knowing that, you know, I, you can't do it all and you shouldn't try to do it all because burnout is real. We've experienced that a couple times and, you know, where you're not able to give it a hundred percent, it's okay to let someone else do that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So besides the social media aspect of your business, you know, what have been some other like specific roadblocks, uh, you know, and then that you can actually encourage other entrepreneurs uh, to watch out for? Um, one of my biggest roadblocks was pricing. And I, I think most entrepreneurs run into this problem with pricing. Um, when I started out, I was everything was priced too low. Um, because in my head, I rationalized, 
well, who's going to buy it? I'm not known. Nobody really want it. Nobody knows who I am. I never went to school. So it was like all these self-doubts and insecurities that kept pushing up. So I priced my stuff lower than what it was. But then I learned that, you know, people are always going to want stuff for free. And there's going to be some people that just can't afford what you're offering, but that's okay. You know, the, when you go into the mall, there's three different stores that sells the same thing, but they're all at different price points. So I don't have to be like available and open to everyone to buy my stuff because I that's just not realistic for anybody. If you're priced too low, people with money don't want to buy it because they're like, ah, it's only $20. Where's the value in it? And, and then and then on the other hand, if you're priced that low, sometimes people that can afford the 20 they may not want it because you have no they don't see the value in it they don't know who you are so it's kind of like a balance of playing with with pricing and and knowing what your value is you know because even though I didn't go to school I spent a lot of time to learn how to make things the way that I do and learn how to style you know so you need to pay for for my expertise in that area also so pricing was probably the biggest thing that I feel like most entrepreneurs get stuck on is is where do you actually fit in this market? Um, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. There was a, it reminds me of a story of these people who uh, was at this manufacturing place and something happened to where one of the machines stopped. And, uh, and so they hired this guy and, you know, his price was extremely, you know, was extremely high. And so then when they brought him in, you know, he, he only took about maybe two minutes. And all he did was use the hammer and knocked on something, you know, uh, a little bit. And then the thing started back working. They said, hey, man, we, we're not going to pay you all that money that you asked for just because of you using the hammer and knocking on something. He says, well, you're not paying me for using the hammer to knock on where I knocked on. You're paying me for having the years of experience and knowledge of knowing where to knock. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So absolutely. So tell me, um, how has the AABA and the Western Women's Business Center supported you in your entrepreneurial journey? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really know who y'all were until I was invited to do the pop-up shop over the Christmas holiday. So I had no real knowledge. Like I kind of heard of you, but I didn't, you know, it's just kind of like hearsay, you know what I mean? And when I went to the pop-up shop, that was an experience within itself. I mean, just like a whole experience within itself. Um, then the support that came afterwards is, is, was greater than, than what I would have, what I got at the actual pop-up shop. So they supported me by helping me, linking me up with a business coach and a marketing coach and just um, helping me to, to get my business plan in order. Like I had an idea, but I didn't really know how to write it down. I didn't know what goes where. So just having the support and the people to come alongside me and say, not only can you do this, we're going to help you get from where you are to a better place. So yeah, they've been yeah, yeah. instrumental. 
Yeah, they're absolutely excellent with uh, assisting people with, you know, coaching, workshops, you know, loan information and all of that. So, yeah, definitely you're you're in great company. Uh, so but since the, the pop up that happened in December, you know, what are you working on now? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, so I'm actually making a spring summer collection. Currently, um, I have been invited to do a fashion show. April 9th in Hendersonville at the Continuum. Um, I'm planning on doing a major brand launch because I was kind of more on the hush hush. So I'm working towards having everything together for that, which includes the fashion show also. Um, I am building out my styling, more styling services to offer more um, to as far as personal styling. Um, and I have um, collaborated with Caleb Obalabi, who is um, really pushing me forward with the editorial styling. I just finished a commercial for um, another local um, a brand here where I actually didn't, I wasn't in the commercial. I was behind the scenes. I did the styling. I actually did some choreography, choreography for it. So that's really great. Um, and, you know, I... I'm still working with Ingles. I've done a couple of their Ingles tables um, and a couple of commercials with them also. So, Very good. So please let our audience uh, and our list listeners know where they can find you, you know, how to contact you, uh, website information, all, all of that. Okay. So I am actually on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Uniquely Neva, um, or you can contact me directly. Um and through my website and it has uh, some of my designs and all of my styling services on there and that is at www.uniquelyneva.com and neva is spelled n-e-v-a very good very good well listen uh it's definitely been a, a great honor to have you on the aaba podcast and of course you know this door is open for you to come back and share with our audience, you know, as you progress. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And I would love to come back. Absolutely.